Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Ville, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect and also to build business relationships that drive sales. Do you have a strategic marketing plan for your business or in the business that you work? Is this document stale and shelved or does it actively inform the strategy around your marketing initiatives? In an ideal world, we would all have the latter, an informed, maintained and actionable marketing plan that helps shape successful marketing outcomes. However, you are not alone if you're in the first group and your business either doesn't have a strategic marketing plan or it does, but it isn't actively utilised. In today's episode of Be The Drop, I am going to break down the why, what and how of a strategic marketing plan for your business. I discuss why this plan is likely to be your biggest asset for supporting business growth and I also give you a framework and strategy on how to review or start your own marketing plan. This is my strategic marketing version of Be The Drop. Today's episode coincides with week three of our goal setting for business program, which has gotten off to a cracking start. So far, we have covered how to set goals with Matthew McCullowicz, how to set financial goals with Ed Bernard and Mitch Uzlak. And this week in the program, I will go into further details about how to create and maintain a strategic marketing plan. It's not too late you can still join this free program where I deliver weekly activities to help give you the clarity and direction you need to make 2018 your year. If you want in, jump over to Facebook and join our brand Storytelling Superheroes group or click on the link I have included in the episode show notes. Okay, so I might be biased. I do run a marketing consultancy. But it is my opinion that creating a strategic marketing plan is one of the most important things your business can do in order to achieve business growth. So why is your strategic marketing plan so important? I go back to a phrase that both my mother and father, who also run their own small business, used to say to me frequently, and that is, you can't manage what you don't measure. I'm sure if you're in business, you will understand that your business will thrive or die by your numbers. And even if you don't own a business, if you work within the marketing and comms or in senior management within a business, you will understand the absolute importance of knowing your numbers and making sure that you are tracking your goals towards them. That's part of the first bit. If you don't have a plan in place that outlines your numbers and the targets, the financial targets that you're actually trying to achieve, it makes it very difficult for you to actually achieve them. And it's almost like a mistake if you do, or luck. The strategic marketing plan maps out your big picture, 
which is the long-term business objectives. It clearly articulates your business goals and therefore this identifies the areas of required marketing initiatives in order to deliver the outcomes for these goals. Having clarity on the bigger picture has the very important flow on effect of strategically informing your daily, weekly and monthly marketing activities. This is absolutely critical in your ability to deliver targeted and valuable marketing initiative, both in the value to your business, but also to your audience of potential or existing customers. If you don't understand that top big picture level, then what you're doing, as I said, on that daily, weekly marketing activities is very unlikely to match with where you want that big picture outcomes to come from. So unless you've documented it, unless you've clearly articulated it and shared that plan with your staff or other key stakeholders, then it's near on impossible to make sure that those marketing activities match what you're looking to achieve in a big picture. Having a marketing plan helps you avoid marketing fluff. Now, as a marketer, I don't like to use that terminology, but I do know that we sometimes get distracted by marketing trends and jargon, and content can be created just for the sake of content. Having your plan in place reduces the stress of scrambling for marketing ideas and ensures that each and every one of your marketing dollars is aligned with and supporting your business goals. Another really important layer where your strategic marketing plan adds incredible value is through its work to help identify key market segments and also within those market segments, the buyer personas that make them up. This process is incredibly valuable at helping to identify the best channels to market and where you should share and what your key messages should be. Too frequently, we have clients come to us and say, that they need to be on Facebook or Instagram or something along those lines. But that decision is not necessarily informed by their business goals or by knowing who and where their customers are. It's because they feel that everybody else has Facebook or everybody else has Instagram. And that doesn't necessarily match to your business goals nor the needs and desires of your customers. So. Knowing who your customers are and where they engage with what content will save you both time and money, as well as ensuring that the marketing action you do is positioned in front of the right people, making it much more likely to deliver results. Now that you are sold on the value of maintaining a strategic marketing plan for your business, and excuse my poetic license in making this assumption, but once you are, the next step is to consider what needs to be included in your plan to make it both valuable as well as a document that will actually be used, not just created and shelved to gather dust. To begin with, it is critically important that your strategic marketing plan is an integrated layer of your overall business plan. This plan will be much less valuable if it's a standalone marketing only document. If your business does have a separate document for both the business plan as well as strategic marketing activities, then there needs to be links between the true or some version of crossover 
and the owners and the guardians responsible for those documents need to be very clearly aware of the content in each separate document. Otherwise, you're going to wash down the outcomes that you get. For example, your marketing targets need to be mapped to actual financial data. And the financial data may be generally much more tied into your business plan, but it also needs to be incredibly integrated and tied into your marketing plan. The financial goals set for your business around sales and profits should also be clearly linked to your marketing activities so that your sales targets need to be mapped to marketing outcomes. It's also important to not only include financial data in your strategic plan, but to also identify how you will track the performance on an ongoing basis of these targets. There is an increasing number of tools to support your review of performance analytics. So make sure that when you're creating your plan, you include in your strategy how you will measure the effectiveness of your activities against your financial targets. This point brings to mind a side issue that we often see when creating strategic marketing plans for our clients. And that is a tension between sales versus marketing. For some reason, especially in Australia, there can sometimes be a divide between sales and marketing within a business. This is incredibly dangerous because together sales and marketing drive profits. So your business strategies for both of these areas must be integrated with the roles and responsibilities for each clearly defined. This in itself leads to a whole additional conversation, one that I will definitely cover in a future episode. But for now, my advice is to make sure that your sales strategies are identified as an integrated aspect of your strategic marketing plan. To make this document a highly usable and actionable roadmap, you need to ensure that it includes an absolutely killer executive summary. I highly recommend that you spend additional time, extra time and then extra time again, reviewing and perfecting your exec summary. As in many cases, that section might be the only section of the document that is read by some of the key influential people. As hard as it may be to accept for the people that have spent hours discussing and collating the strategic marketing plan, you need to understand and accept that it may not actually be mission critical that the directors and other senior staff read all the pages and all the data collated to create the plan. Many of these people are time poor with lots of other competing responsibilities. So therefore you must ensure that you nail, absolutely nail all the critical details that you want them to know about in your exec summary. It needs to be easy for all stakeholders and staff to understand in order to ensure that everyone is singing from the same song sheet, even if they haven't read the entire document. The exec summary is also really important for fringe staff, staff that don't need to know all the details in the document, but that they will be impacted by or could make decisions that impact some area or some aspect that is addressed in the plan. So that exec summary is a short, succinct document that lists the primary action items, is clearly articulated and therefore easy to action. It needs to easily identify responsible parties as well as the others, like these fringe staff, who need to be involved of or supportive of the initiatives. 
These people may not be as invested in the marketing plan. So you need to make sure it's really easy for them to understand the key points and what is required of them in any actions. Now that we've considered the why and the what for your marketing plan, we need to discuss how you actually go about creating it. How do you create a document that is influential and easy to use? It can be daunting knowing where to start. This coming Thursday, I'll also be releasing a blog on this topic. So watch out on my website for more details there. But the important starting place is data. You start your process with data, but where do you get it from and what data should you review? For many, this is often the hardest step. The data that you review to shape your strategic marketing plan is absolutely influential in how useful the end document will be. The better your data, the better your plan. Whatever information you review, it needs to be fact-based, not opinion-based. Include some opinions in the data collected, but as much as possible, these opinions need to be validated with some form of evidence to support the claim. Many companies at this stage reach out to external consultants like Narrative Marketing to outsource this process. When we conduct this research for clients, we use a mix of the following processes to capture data. And this is something you can potentially try yourself. Internal questionnaires. We use a set of specific questions that are tailored to each business, but we send them and make sure that they are, or we in person ask them, to each of the key business decision makers. We also, as I mentioned, collect financial data. The more detailed your financial figures that are included in this process of creating your plan, the better. These figures set actual and factual benchmarks on which to track your performance. We also review current and past marketing activities. This review includes both the front-end performance of past and current initiatives, as well as analyzing data via back-end reporting tools, such as Google Analytics, social media analytics, and keyword performance tools. Another key data collection point is around segmentation and customer review. We conduct questionnaires both internally and externally to build a really thorough knowledge of the customer personas. When we are collecting data, we are doing so against a structured framework for the actual plan that we are looking to populate. Each plan can vary slightly depending on the business needs and they generally do because each business has unique circumstances and different needs. However, there is a traditional structure from which we work from and that includes elements such as the aforementioned exec summary, a market analysis, and often we use a SWOT analysis for this process, the customer segmentation and definitions, to break down your customer personas by segments. We include a competitor review to see what they're doing and how you're performing against those competitors. We look at delivery to market, and this is the section where we integrate the sales and marketing activities and look at how this could be improved or what is working really well already. Of course, there's a big section around marketing where we look at marketing strategies, the channels and how we're using them, and also that top level messaging. This is your strategic marketing plan. So it's it included in that can either be, or separate to it, a content plan. And that's where you can really drill down into what the actual detailed messages are. But in this high level strategic plan, you're looking more at a higher level. 
We also include financial analysis and then the document concludes with a summary and then any appendices with supporting data or reference material. Whilst this doesn't cover every single approach we use for creating a strategic marketing plan, in this episode, I have covered the core nuts and bolts of the process. If creating or reviewing your strategic marketing plan is one of your goals for 2018, I strongly encourage you to join our free brand storytelling superheroes group as we'll be sharing more hints and tips on this. You can find us by looking up brand storytelling or one word superheroes or one word on Facebook or hit the link in the episode show notes. Or if you want to go even further, you can email me, amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au and I would be more than happy to answer your questions or talk you through your strategic marketing requirements. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time. Mm -hmm.